This podcast is brought to you by the InterAstra Institute, the global public square for the business of space. Join us at interastra.space. Sometimes we even watch it happen on television, like when the cameras show the faces of actors who didn't get the Oscar or Olympians who didn't take gold. We sympathize with the grim faces on our screens because we know from our own experience just how painful those moments can be. I am the only person to have walked in space and gone to the deepest point in the ocean. Hi, I'm Kathy Sullivan, and I'm an explorer. Exploring doesn't always have to involve going to some remote or exotic place. It simply requires your commitment to put curiosity into action. So join me on this podcast journey as I reflect on lessons learned from life so far and from my brilliant and ever inquisitive guests. We'll explore together in this very moment from right where you are. Spaceship not required. Welcome to Kathy Sullivan Explores. Before we take off, I have a gift for you. I believe that no matter where you are today, an active thirst for knowledge will help unlock your ability to live a life of meaning and happiness. So I'm sharing some lessons I've learned on my road less traveled. Over at kathysullivanexplores.com, you'll find my seven astronaut tips to improving your life on Earth. When you sign up, I'll send them to you and also make sure you're the first to discover future podcast episodes and learn more about exciting adventures ahead. Just head on over to kathysullivanexplores.com. Somebody else got the job. You didn't win the game. The gallery won't show your art. We've all felt the sting of rejection, both personal and professional. Sometimes we even watch it happen on television, like when the cameras show the faces of actors who didn't get the Oscar or Olympians who didn't take gold. We sympathize with the grim faces on our screens because we know from our own experience just how painful those moments can be. I've gained some useful new perspectives on rejection and how people handle it through my experience with NASA's astronaut selection process. Aiming to become an astronaut is a bit like aiming to become an Olympic athlete. Countless people will reach for the dream. A much smaller number will make their national team and get to march in the opening ceremonies. And a smaller number still will get a medal hung around their neck. The equivalent stages for would-be astronauts are making the cut to get an interview with the astronaut selection board and getting one of those spiffy NASA blue flight suits. Thousands toss their hat into the ring. No more than a few hundred get an interview and maybe 20 or so get the flight suit. Some 9,700 hats were in the ring when I applied back in 1977. I didn't know those numbers when I got the letter inviting me down to Houston for an interview, so I didn't understand at first just how big a deal it was to even get that far. Nor did I understand what interview means when it comes to astronaut selection. At NASA, it means a whole week of medical and psychological examinations and various other tests, like seeing how tolerant you are for isolation or uncertainty. The actual interview itself took up just 90 minutes of the week. It was a fascinating and exhilarating experience, and it left me convinced that I could do the job and that I wanted the job. But I had no idea where I ranked among the 200 finalists that NASA had interviewed, so had no clue at all what my chances were. I figured NASA would probably only pick maybe a couple of dozen from that pool of 200, which means most of us were not going to become astronauts. Most of us would get the unhappy no prize for you phone call. Good news for me, I got the happy phone call in the end. Come on down to Houston and join the astronaut corps. But in the years since, I've counseled and consoled many more people who got the other call. 
They made the interview cut, but did not get the flight suit. And the message I share with them is the insight I brought home from Houston. Getting an interview means NASA has confirmed you have all the makings of an astronaut. That's a huge endorsement of your character and the caliber of your work. And that's something to take with you in life and be very proud of. The question of who among these exceptional people gets a flight suit hinges on a very different set of factors, many of which are out of candidates' control, such as what backgrounds the astronaut corps already has and where there are gaps. Losing out because NASA already has enough oceanographers or desperately needs something you're not is just bad luck on timing, not a negative individual judgment. In other words, I coach them away from if only towards, well, at least. That's the framing that author Daniel Pink uses in his book, The Power of Regret. He illustrates it by recounting a variety of studies that analyze the facial expressions of Olympic athletes on the medal podium. You might think the gold medalist would be the happiest of the three, but it turns out that's not usually so. The studies show consistently that the bronze medalist has the happiest expression and the silver medalist the most pained. The conclusion is that the silver medalist is thinking about a negative counterfactual. If only I hadn't sprinted so soon, or if only I hadn't nicked that hurdle. Whereas the bronze medal winner is thinking, well, at least I meddled a positive counterfactual. Pink goes on to examine how it is that regret makes us better and provides some tips for dealing with it ourselves. It's an interesting and useful read. The folks I've talked to who got an astronaut interview but not a flight suit find that, well, at least is helpful. And just as Pink notes, they find they can use their regret to make them better. Many successful astronauts suffered multiple rejections, 16 in the case of Clayton Anderson, before finally getting that flight suit. So the next time you've done everything in your power, but don't get the prize you were aiming for, think of those bronze medalists and let, well, at least, propel you forward. Thanks so much for joining me on today's mission. For more solo shows and deep dives with incredible guests, Along with all the ways to get the podcast and much more, head over to kathysullivanexplores.com. This podcast is brought to you by the InterAstra Institute. New episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Music, and most everywhere podcasts are found. To be the first to know when the next episode drops, head over to interastra.space.